KSL FM Midvale. KSL Salt Lake City. From the KSL Common Spirit Health Studios, this is KSL News Radio. Utah's news, traffic, and weather station. Good afternoon, 4 o'clock at KSL News Radio. I'm Jeff Kaplan. We're at 59 degrees. It's windy. KSL's top story. Salt Lake City is one step closer to becoming the official host of the 2034 Winter Olympics. We have team coverage. Let's begin with KSL News Radio's Claire Scott. Months of work finally paid off this morning when Salt Lake City officially submitted its bid to host the 2034 Winter Olympic Games. One, two, three. None of that work phased bid leader Darren Hughes, who's already thinking about what comes next. Now we can focus on the, the IOC coming to town in April and really show off, uh, showcase Utah and Salt Lake City, and then obviously planning for an election in Paris. So that's the really fun part. The ceremony was filled with congratulations and gratitude, including from Utah leaders like Governor Spencer Cox and Salt Lake City Mayor Aaron Mendenhall. What we already officially know is that Utah is proud to host the world. Claire Scott, KSL News Radio. The folks working to get the Olympics to come back to Salt Lake City say, bring it on, they're ready. Our team coverage continues. Here's KSL News Radio's Becky Bruce. People like Fraser Bullock are pretty pumped for 2034. Salt Lake City, Utah. We did it! He's the CEO of the Salt Lake City, Utah Committee for the Games, the guy yelling, we did it, back when we learned Salt Lake City was the preferred host. He believes the Olympics are just what we need. We all work together. We volunteer together. And the Games have the opportunity to bring that unity. And we feel it right now. Because we're all pulling for this time together. It's not a done deal yet. The venues need to be spruced up and maintained, something the state pays to do every year. And there are a few more hoops at the IOC as well. Becky Bruce, KSL News Radio. A man was shot and killed in a bountiful neighborhood overnight. Details from KSL News Radio's Eric Cabrera. Bountiful police got the call of gunshots at one in the morning from a bountiful Eastside neighborhood. Lieutenant Andrew Smith said the man was found on the ground, was given life-saving measures, but ultimately died at the hospital. 18 shell casings were recovered on the scene, and no suspects are in custody at this time. Yeah, so currently we are uh, working with neighbors who have uh, any video footage, um, who may have heard the gunshots. Um, Officers are collecting the witness statements and making contact with each of the homeowners here in the area. Smith urges anyone who may have information to contact Bountiful Police Dispatch. Eric Cabrera, KSL News Radio. A Spanish Fork woman accused of hindering a murder investigation in Springville for well over a year is now in custody. 32-year-old Chelsea Akers was charged last week with two counts of obstructing justice. That's a second-degree felony. Heated rhetoric as the presidential candidates visited the border today. Maria Chaleos is live at the KSL National News Desk. Jeff, President Biden, former President Trump, both visiting the U.S. southern border to highlight their approaches to the immigration crisis. President Biden is in Brownsville. He's calling on Mr. Trump to do what's best for the American people and work with him on a bipartisan border deal. Folks, the bipartisan border security deal is a win for the American people. That's a win for the people of Texas, and it's fair for those who legitimately have a right to come here. 300 miles away in Eagle Pass, former President Trump blasted President Biden over the migrant crossing. This is a Joe Biden invasion. This is a Biden invasion over the past three years. Both parties and candidates blaming each other for the crisis. The House today approving a stopgap measure to avoid a government shutdown that would have halted critical services. We will stop 176,000 people from flying through airports because you will not be able to fund aspects of homeland security. 
786,000 people would lose their access to the Women and Infant Program. Representative Sheila Jackson Lee urging support before the vote. The temporary spending bill is now headed to the Senate for approval. Live from the KSL National News Desk, I'm Maria Shaleos, KSL News Radio. A new construction project is coming to Farmington. UDOT has announced they're going to build a new interchange along I-15 at Shepherd Lane. The old bridge at Shepherd Lane is going bye-bye, they say. Construction begins on Monday, and it'll last through the summer of 2026. What's What do you see when you think of the ideal starter home? Chances are it's not the same as it was a decade ago as housing prices continue to climb. Most single-family starter homes are now out of reach financially for new buyers. The CEO of Utah Housing Corporation, David Damshin, says... It's all about condos and townhomes these days. It's a lot more profitable for builders to build $800,000 homes than it is to build $300,000 homes. The Kemsey Gardner Institute reports there are four times as many condos in Utah than 10 years ago. KSL News Time 405. A Utah County man is now facing a felony charge for a fatal bus crash in 2022. Police say 20-year-old Caden Simmons turned left in front of an oncoming bus. The bus hit his passenger's side, killing the 20-year-old 20, 20 Lawrence Scott. No one on the bus was injured. Simmons is charged with negligently operating a vehicle, resulting in death. Chaos on Newstime 405. Now, first look traffic as you carefully drive home. Here's Ricky Meese. What's up? We have an auto pedestrian crash called out at 90th South and 4000 West. Ricky Meese in the KSL Traffic Center. My minute of news is on the way next. This leap day. Stay right here. 